Good morning, City Church. This is Kaylee Crawford, bringing you a moment of sanity at the start of your day, a moment of truth from God's Word, a moment of grace. About five years ago, my husband Andy lost his job from the municipal bond desk at SunTrust. At the time, it was pretty crushing, but we had been through it already. SunTrust, like Wells Fargo previously, decided to close their Richmond bond desks. Losing jobs in finance is pretty common, as I've come to know, but we thought it would be like the last time, and a job would be available in short order. Given that our lives and friends and church and community are all in Richmond, we weren't willing to move to larger cities with more financial job opportunities, so it ended up taking a long time for a job to come available. We started to understand, however, that this job loss was one more domino to fall in a series of dominoes stemming from the housing crisis of 2008. What I didn't realize at the time of this job loss from SunTrust was that more dominoes would fall quickly after his last day of work at SunTrust. Andy would be out of work for roughly 19 months. Our finances nosedived. Our marriage would hit the skids. And other darkness would be brought into the light, to name a few of those dominoes. I began to feel like an Israelite wandering in the wilderness, following the pillar of smoke. Maybe today is the day that a job would come. Maybe today is when all of this wouldn't consume us. Like I'm sure the Israelites felt, maybe today is the day that the pillar of smoke would lead them to the promised land. Most days, the wilderness felt uncertain and very barren. This pillar of smoke we were following felt capricious and distant. The pillar of smoke is God, by the way, of the Exodus story. Yet, there were days that the wilderness felt like Death Valley in the spring, when the flowers bloom in vibrant colors. And like the Israelites, God provided us manna from heaven, whether that was in the form of a forgiven medical bill, or friends checking in on us, or an additional job for me, or the gift of time for me and Andy to be together and fight for our marriage. We also came to see the time in the wilderness as an escape from Egypt and slavery. The nature of our lives and the job while Andy was at SunTrust fueled some of the darkness and allowed for complacency and blindness by me. I soon began to understand, too, that the Israelites were in the wilderness for 40 years, but they weren't wandering the whole time. They were likely, there were likely long periods of time when the pillar of smoke remained in one place, and the Israelites worked, planted gardens, made friends, had babies. And for 40 years, God fed them with manna. Every morning, this unknown food substance would be provided to the Israelites, but couldn't be kept to the next day. Like the Israelites, I found myself, however, getting really tired of manna and longing for Egypt when I could have steak and all sorts of Egyptian delicacies. I just had to trade the manna, God's provision, for steak, which was slavery. So this brings me finally to scripture and today's daily office lectionary. I read Deuteronomy 8, 11 through 20 last week. And the story I just shared with you and the feelings and emotions from that time of our life came rushing back. So here is what Moses said in verses 11 through 17. Take care lest you forget the Lord your God by not keeping his commandments and his rules and his statutes, which I command you today, lest when you have eaten and are full and have built good houses and live in them, and when your herds and flocks multiply and your silver and gold is multiplied and all that you have is multiplied, then your heart be lifted up and you forget the Lord your God 
who brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of slavery, who led you through the great and terrifying wilderness with its fiery serpents and scorpions and thirsty ground where there was no water, who brought you water out of the flinty rock, who fed you in the wilderness with manna that your fathers did not know, that he might humble you and test you to do you good in the end. Beware, lest you say in your heart, my power and the might of my hand have gotten me this wealth. So what is going on in the first chapters of Deuteronomy that would make Moses tell the Israelites this? I went back and read through the first part of Deuteronomy so I would know. This is the beginning of the end of the wilderness for the Israelites. And Deuteronomy is like one big old final sermon from Moses. Every chapter leading up to this part of the book, Moses is recounting to the Israelites all that they had been through for 40 years in the wilderness and reminding them of the slavery that they had escaped. In chapter 4, Moses reminds them that the Lord is God and there is no other besides him. In chapter 5, Moses reminds them of the Ten Commandments. In chapter 6, Moses reminds them to love the Lord their God with all their hearts, souls, and minds. In chapter 7, Moses reminds them that they are a chosen people, not because of their great might, but because God set his love on them. At the beginning of chapter 8, Moses reminds them of the manna, that he provides clothes that never wore out in the wilderness, and that he is bringing them into a good land. God, that is, not Moses. And if you remember, Moses can't go into the promised land, but he is reminding them, the Lord has promised this to you. He is keeping his promise to Israel. As I read these chapters in Deuteronomy, and in particular the verses from chapter 8, as the feelings came rushing back and being reminded of the wilderness that Andy and I walked through, I began to marvel at the Lord and his faithfulness. But I also was convicted that my heart is quick to say that I got us through. I was the one who worked two jobs to make ends meet. I was the one who righted the ship of our marriage. You get where my heart is going? I'm totally forgetting the Lord. He actually is the one who healed our marriage and healed the darkness. He is the one who brought a job to Andy, literally out of the blue. He is the one who provided manna when the bank account was struggling, like water in the desert and spring blooms in Death Valley. He continues to sustain us in ways that are surprising and and redeeming. I wish I could say that my taste for steak in Egypt is gone, but there are still days when I think, man, it would be nice for a job again like he had that could provide the financial cushion. But then this passage also triggered the words of Jesus from Matthew 4. When Jesus was in the wilderness for 40 days and Satan sought to tempt him, the Lord of the universe, and Jesus brought out Deuteronomy 8.3, man shall not live by bread alone. And then later, Jesus brings out Deuteronomy 6 a couple of times to rebuke Satan. So in this season of Lent, the 40 days before Easter, the 40 days of wilderness and temptation that Jesus experienced as his life moved towards the cross and his glorious resurrection, Steak in Egypt with shackles on my feet sounds very unappetizing. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. And the Lord reminds me through Deuteronomy all that he has done and continues to do for me, my family, and his church. Until tomorrow, City Church, stay well and do good.